message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. I want to touch another area of our lives that is not often spoken about but we need the touch of the great healer. Some of us have had broken bones. Some of us have had stitches in life. Some of us have had knife wounds. Maybe there is someone who has suffered from a gunshot. I want to talk about wounds that we harbor in our lives that go way beyond the physical. Wounds, as it were, that are hidden from the natural eye. These are wounds that cannot be stitched, that cannot be stapled, that cannot be bandaged. But they are real wounds. Wounds that in a split second, when you remember them, They bring so much pain. To some, it may be the memories of abuse. Memories of ridicule. To some, it may be memories of criticism. Many of us have suffered and we have memories of neglect, prejudice, hatred. Some of us may have suffered physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, even spiritual abuse. Where do we get such wounds from? From everywhere. So long as we are here on this earth, In the society, we have the prejudices of society. And they create wounds. A young man may meet a young lady and they like each other, they want to get married, but one is from the northern part of the country, the other is from the southern part of the country, and society says no. The prejudices of society. Wounds that come from families, from parents, from children, from brothers, from sisters, aunts, uncles. In fact, oftentimes we harbor wounds that come from friends. People that we know, people that are close to us, people that we share the innermost part of our lives with. And they turn into wounds. This morning, I know for sure, if not all that are gathered here, many of us have 
or we have had some hidden wound, some emotional scars. If you have not, then you have been properly shielded. If you have not, then you have not had to deal with so many people in life. But if you have had interaction with people over a period of time, then you know what I'm talking about. This morning, I want to let every one of us know that Jesus is capable of healing them all. So I bring you the message that I have titled, He Heals Them All. He heals them all. Those hidden wounds that cannot be seen but are felt in reality, he heals them all. In Psalm 147, Psalm 147 and verse 3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He heals. I bring the healing message of our Lord Jesus Christ unto you. Usually, when we come to church, we see Jesus in our minds. The picture that we often see of the Lord Jesus Christ in our minds is that of a savior. It is often preached. Our sin situation requires a savior. And it is talked about. And so most of the time, we see the Lord Jesus Christ as the savior. Savior of mankind from their sins. And probably we end there. And I want you to see this other aspect of the Lord Jesus Christ. Man has emotional issues and our emotional situation requires a healer when we repent and are born again of water and the spirit that takes care of our sin situation after that we need healing healing of the mind healing of the will and healing in our emotions so what do we do? He's the savior of our sins. What do we do for him to heal the wounds? Some of these hidden wounds. There are certain events that you have gone through. When you remember them, they take joy away from you. They take laughter away from you. They bring tears in your eyes. Someone may have stood and criticized you in public so sharply that when you remember, it's like a knife goes through your inside. There have been situations where you were done wrong, raw. There have been situations where you were verbally abused, emotionally 
abused. Maybe physically abused. Some of us sitting down here have suffered sexual abuse. But you see, we don't talk about them. Every now and then, we suffer backbiting. Degrading information about you are passed on to other people. Whether they are true or not. No, no, no. But then they are held and they come against you in some places. Some of us have suffered betrayals. Betrayal from a friend. Betrayal from someone you respected. Maybe someone has said something about you. It could be someone in authority. Somebody that you, you, you thought you could confide in. And before you knew it, what you thought you had shared with someone respectable, someone in authority, comes to the open. I'm here to let you know that in all of these things, God is ready, God is waiting, and God is able. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. The things that we can't even talk about, God is able to reach out and touch us. God will touch you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. How do we appropriate, how do you bring unto us the healing touch of Jesus Christ in these areas that we don't talk about? There are some prayers when you are praying, you pray quietly. You don't want the person next to you to know that this is what I'm talking about. There are some prayers you pray aloud. But when it comes to some of these, you bow your head and then you begin to out loud you are speaking in tongues, but your heart is saying some things. In case anybody is around that is hearing, they'll be hearing the tongues. But then you know what you are saying to God inside. We have such situations in our lives. We have such wounds. We have such pains. We have such diseases in our lives. What must I do so that Jesus can touch me? Four steps. If any of you have any of these hidden wounds, I offer you these four steps and God will certainly touch you. Number one, reveal that situation to God. Let him know about it. Number two, whoever caused that pain, inflicted that pain, release him. Number three, the thoughts associated with that event that brought wounds, stop thinking them, change them. Start putting in healthier thoughts. And then number four, focus on the future ahead. I will take them one by one and then talk briefly about them. And I know that God is reaching out to wipe away some tears. And God will reach out to you this morning. What must I do? Number one, I said, tell it to Jesus. Let him know. Of course, 
He already knows everything about you. But you see, God knows that man is a sinner. But at the point of salvation, God requires that you confess your sin. You have to admit that this is the state in which I am. And then you have to extend your hand to touch help. If there is any hidden wound in your life, you have to confess it before him. Let him know. Just as you confess your sin, tell him. You see, it will never become a thing of the past until you speak it out. Of course, speak it out to him. If you stuff it inside, it will grow bigger. If you brush it off, it doesn't solve the problem. In Psalm 39, Psalm 39 verses 2 and 3, why you must speak it out, it is in there. It's hiding in there. But it must come out. And this morning it must come out. Psalm 39 and verse 2. I was mute with silence. I held my peace even from good. And my sorrow was stirred the things that you need to speak out, speak them out to God. Verse 3 says, my heart was hot within me. And while I was musing, the fire burned. Until I began to speak. What hurt has been done you? Of course we are human beings. Someone may pass a statement thinking it's a, it's a light joke. But then to you, it's like a knife that is going through your inside. Someone may make a statement and he begins to laugh. And the statement and the laughter is like you are being torn into pieces. That person may not even know. But we are human. You need to recall, and then you need to say, Lord, this thing, I need to deal with it. When you hold on to such, it's like you are carrying hot coals in your heart. Beloved, I want you to understand, if somebody has inflicted such wounds, it is you. That is carrying the wound. Did you hear that? It is you that has to deal with it. They won't heal if you just keep them suppressed. They won't heal. They would rather, it's, it's like, it's like they will ferment. All right? And they will become stronger and stronger and stronger. This morning, if there is any such wound in any of us, 
I'll give you an opportunity to speak it out to God because we need to deal with it. It is very important that we deal with it. This morning you will receive that healing. You will receive that emotional healing. God will set you free from that pain and from that hurt. I'm not talking about you just forgetting it. No. You may forget it now. Some time will come, you will remember. Some people, because of such wounds, such pain that is in them, you know, they develop some lifestyle that you begin to wonder what's happening. You know, because of some, some people will even start drinking. Some people will start smoking. Some people will enter into some relationships and live a very careless life. All because of what is happening on the inside. Some will turn around and say, I thought God knew all things. Why is this thing happening to me? And then they begin to go away from God. You don't have to go away from God. You have to face that situation and deal with it. We have to know that there is an issue in our lives that need attention. And we have to deal with it. Say, I will deal with it. Honestly, sincerely, face the situation. That is the only way you are going to get a solution. That you are drinking on top of the problem does not make the problem go away. That you are smoking does not make the original problem go away. You are just compounding the problem. But this morning, God is extending his hand, his healing touch, onto each and every one of us. When I am telling it to God, when I am confessing it to God, how do I do it? I'm breaking down these because we need that touch in our lives. First, I said, tell it to God. Let God know that there is a hurt. There is a wound inside of you. And I want you to come with me and be very sincere. The first person that you have to tell is to tell yourself. Tell yourself. George, you have a problem that needs to be dealt with. Talk to yourself. Stop keeping the wound, the trouble, the problem. Stop hedging it. Stop covering it. Admit it. If you have smoking problem, say to yourself, George, this smoking line that you are on is not helping you. If it is drinking, if it is the abuse of some... Look, human beings, you see, things happen to us and 
we react to them. You may have a sour relationship. There may be a sour relationship between husband and wife and the children in the house are the ones suffering. You talk harsh at the children. You shout at them. You do this. The issue is not with the children. You need to admit to yourself that there is a problem. And God wants to touch you in that area today. So talk to yourself. Be very honest with yourself. Tell yourself, I need to deal with this issue. Say it loud or don't matter it. Talk. After talking to yourself and knowing that, look, this is the state in which I am. I admit that this is the challenge in my life. Then you turn to God. And when you turn to God, don't be afraid to mention names. Because whatever happened, God saw it. You think God didn't see it? Whatever is causing you the wound, the pain, God saw it. He sees all. He knows all. He's everywhere at the same time. That is God. So whatever has brought that pain, whatever that has brought that wound, God knows it. God, the way ABC handled me is making me have pain. Call it. Say it. The eye that James Brown used to scan me from, from head to toe is making me lose my balance. Say it. God knows already. But you see, he needs you to talk it. First, you have spoken to yourself. Second, you have spoken to God. Maybe you should talk to a third person. The first person is yourself. The second person is God. For you to have more confidence and reassurance. Maybe you talk to a third person. A person you can trust. It's difficult here, but such is the world. You don't live alone. Don't go telling somebody who is going to tell everybody else. No. There are some people, when you tell them of your issues, they will stop coming to church. Because they have been looking at you and said, these are the pillars. These are the people that are giving us inspiration. And if he is telling me this, all right? But you need to talk to some. Probably you should talk to an elderly Christian. Maybe you should talk to your pastor. Maybe you should talk to your mentor. Maybe you should talk, talk to somebody. You see, you need that healing. You need that healing. And these are the steps you need to go through in order to be free. So as you are talking it to God, what I'm saying is talk to yourself, talk to God, talk to a third person. Confess your sins one to another, the Bible says. But that don't just open up to just anybody. And when you do that, the pain, the wound will begin to heal. Amen. Step number two. See, this is step number one. Tell it to God. Step number two, I said, release. Whoever 
is the source, whoever is the cause of that pain, of that wound, dead or alive, release him. It's difficult, but release him. It's painful, but release him. You mean I should just let him go like that? What will you do? You will never be totally free. You will never be filled with the joy of the Lord. As long as you have a mark against somebody in your heart. If you have an ought against somebody, that is Old King James. The Bible says, when you are going into the temple of the Lord to go and worship, and you remember that somebody has done you wrong. Not you do, did somebody wrong. Somebody has done you wrong. He said, even that one, stop there. Go and tell that person that, Mr., you did me wrong, but today I release you. You did me wrong. You are the one that should come and apologize. You are the one that should come and say sorry. But just because I have remembered that you have done me wrong, I am now coming to you to tell you you did me wrong, but I forgive. No case. Probably somebody will walk to you and tell you you did me wrong, but I forgive you. Then you say, when? Where? How? What did I do? You may not even be aware, but that person is holding that thing strongly and it is causing cancer. Expect somebody to walk to you today that you did me wrong, but I let you go. And don't be surprised because you are human. Maybe you made a statement and in your mind it was a casual statement. You didn't intend anything bad, but that person who heard took it in another different dimension. And ever since you made that statement for two, three weeks, he's been, he's been dealing with the pain and the hurt inside. This day, expect somebody to walk to you and said, you did me wrong, but I let go this morning. We need that. It is the second step in the process of receiving the healing touch of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.